Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. Well, I was hoping that uh, Hank Potts would join us this morning, but I'm not very optimistic. Are you there by any chance, Hank? No, I didn't think so. I'm not sure if that's a problem at my end or at Hank's end, but we will try and uh, get him back. Maybe later on today, but uh, certainly tomorrow if uh, nothing else happens. I can tell you the uh, foreign exchanges today. The uh, Oh, he is there. Are you there, Hank? Morning. Good morning. morning. Well, that's a surprise. I was thinking it was my that fault with the uh, gremlins in the Jeez. studio, but uh, thanks for joining us. No pleasure. Good to be with you. Last time we heard Let from you, you were suffering a little bit and off on holiday. So hopefully you're a lot better now and in good form. I was struggling and then I was working in Ghana last week, actually. Oh, I wasn't on really? holiday, but it, I was, yeah. Of all so places. Pretty full on week. What's happening in the world of business? Uh, equity markets drifted higher last week, held by consensus beating earnings. Robust first quarter growth from China, improving activity in the US and Europe. Though continued concerns over an extended rate hiking cycle capped some of those gains. European stocks continued to rebound from the banking crisis induced sell-off. Stocks hitting their highest level since February 2022 last week. Stocks 600 rose four tenths of one percent over the course of the week. It's up 2.4 percent this month. Over on Wall Street, the S&P 500 was unchanged last week and is up half of 1% since the start of April. Investors had braced themselves for a dismal earnings season. So far, it has not been as bad as feared, though both the number of companies reporting positive earnings per share surprises and the magnitude of those earnings surprises are still below their five-year averages, according to FactSet data. 18% of S&P 500 companies have now reported first quarter numbers, 76% reporting earnings per share above estimates. Healthcare and financials have led the outperformance, while analysts have downgraded earnings estimates in the energy sector. Taking into account both actual and forecast results, S&P 500 first quarter earnings now looks at decline 6.2%, which is better than that 6.7% decline expected at the end of March. For the full year, analysts are expecting flat profit growth, followed by a big bounce back in 2024. Analysts, in fact, pensing double-digit growth during the course of next year. Big week in terms of earnings week. Another 180 S&P 500 companies reporting results. Talking about the opening calls on the European bourses this morning, slightly to the downside. Eurostox 50 down three points. FTSE 100 London down five points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 24 points. And a Credit Suisse, yeah, Credit Suisse reporting a $61 billion worth of Swiss francs of uh, outflows in the first quarter, highlighting the severe pressure the bank was under as clients lost trust in the institution. Due to management missteps, we know there's been multiple attempts to try and restructure the business, a vast array of scandals and also concerns over its published accounts. Wealthy clients and depositors pulled out billions in March. There's questions over the stability of the bank rose. The bank said outflows are starting to, uh, are still occurring, should I say, but are starting to stabilise following the government brokered uh, takeover by UBS. So what have we learned this time around? Well, I suppose, number one, the speed and the intensity of a run on the banks is much faster these days in the digital world. But number two, authorities have an extensive toolkit to try and isolate and contain those risks. So I still think the f concerns around a 
Systemic failure of the global banking system undermining the global economy has been dramatically reduced. If you look at capital levels, they're much, much higher. So if you look at liquidity, it's better today. The quality of that liquidity is so much higher. In fact, if you look at JP Morgan as a good example, it would suggest they have enough liquidity to have dealt with the 2008 financial crisis on their own. We also know there's much lower level levels of leverage in the system today and the systemically important banks are subjected to very stringent stress tests. So, as I say, yes, there will be failures in the banking sector, there's no doubt about that, but the concerns around a systemic failure, I think, have dramatically reduced over the course of the past few years. It's very reassuring. Let's have a quick look at the uh, foreign exchange, Hank, please. Pound against dollar coming in at 124 this morning. Euro dollar just below 110. Can you get one euro and 13 cents for your British pound this morning? Thanks very much, Hank. Have a fantastic Monday. Good luck. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Have a good day. Speak tomorrow. All the best. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Riviera Radio.